Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, I want to spend a little time with you today talking about one of the things that can happen when you start to invite your child into the decision-making process, when you start to build a more collaborative relationship with them. There is so much potential for connection when you make this leap to collaborating with your child. There's also huge potential for things to get way, way easier for your family. It's possible. But even when you can see that possibility, it's not always easy. We are so conditioned by society to believe that parenting means being a strong leader for our children and that being a strong leader means being the decision maker, forging the path forward. And if you identify as the leader and the decision maker in your family, Working collaboratively with your child doesn't just require a change in what you're doing and what you're saying. It requires a shift in identity and a willingness to let go of your own agenda. This is actually one of the most common obstacles I see for parents when it comes to successfully teaming up with their children. They try to invite their child into a conversation They ask for their child's input on a decision, but they already have an answer in the back of their mind. It's very subtle. Let's say the child loves to play video games and always has a hard time when it's time to stop playing. The parent tries to engage the child in a conversation by saying, Hey, I've noticed that you've been having a hard time when I ask you to stop playing video games lately. What's going on? Why do you think that is? And this all sounds good on the surface, but when the parent is coming to the conversation having already thought through it and decided what the problem is and what the solution should be, let's say maybe having a clearer time limit to video games, playing less video games, right? Then they're not approaching their child with genuine curiosity. They are approaching their child with an agenda a desire to use the conversation as a funnel to direct them into the right decision. They may even be thinking, well, if I can present it in the right way, they'll see what the answer is. They've already made the decision for their child. They're just having the conversation to let their child feel involved. But it's not genuine. They're not actually inviting their child to be a part of the conversation. They're not looking to make a decision with their child. They have already made a decision for their child. They're leading the conversation, trying to direct their child to the conclusion that they've already come to. And sometimes it works, at least in the sense that the child follows along and comes to the conclusion that the parent is hoping for. But I want you to be onto yourself If you're doing this because even when it seems like it's working, 
you're missing out on something that is available to you in each of these conversations. And that's the connection that comes from being genuinely curious about your child, wanting to know their plan, wanting to understand their experience, wanting to hear them out. If you're not approaching these conversations with genuine curiosity, in other words, if you have a desired outcome in mind and that's your focus, you are missing out. You may think your child's an open book, but that's a dangerous assumption to live by. And as they get older, they're going to start composing more and more lines in invisible ink. We take that out of metaphor form. If you don't approach them with genuine curiosity, you're going to start missing things as they get older and the conversations will feel harder because they will be less inclined to share their truth with you because they know you're not really asking for their input. They know you already have the answer in mind. They can feel you steering them. The older they get, the more pronounced it becomes. And that's good news if you're a parent to a young child, right? You can start laying this foundation early. But it's not terrible news if you're parenting an older child because there is an answer. You need to make the shift to inviting them into the decision-making process, inviting them into the conversation. You need to allow yourself to be curious, to listen, to work with them instead of deciding in advance what the answer is. And listen, they may not know the answer. They may not have a decision in mind, but that just means you need to ask questions to help them explore the possibilities, to help them gain perspective. It doesn't mean they need you to make a decision for them or even point them in the right direction. If you haven't noticed, I love metaphors. And in this context, I really like the metaphor of a menu. I was just talking to one of my clients about this the other day. Let's say you take your child to a restaurant and they really want to try something new and exciting. If the menu just has the names of the dishes, it's not going to be enough if they don't already know what those dishes are. They need a menu that offers a description of each dish so they can make an informed decision about which dish would be the best fit for them and their tastes. You might have an idea of which dish they'd like best. But when you hand them the menu and let them choose, they might surprise you. If they choose something you're not sure they'll enjoy, you might say, interesting choice. I'm a little concerned because you haven't liked broccoli in the past. Do you have a plan for what you'll do if you don't like this as much as you think you will? Right? You don't shut them down, but you walk them through the potential outcomes of their decision and help make a plan. This is what we're talking about. When you enter into a decision with your child without deciding for them ahead of time, you want to offer them a clear menu of choices. You want to help them understand what those choices mean and the potential outcomes of those choices. And you want to let them make the decision and learn from the outcome. And this is very difficult to do if you enter the conversation with a solution or an answer in mind. If you believe you know the answer, or if you think they should just listen and take your word for it. It might require you to release a part of your identity so you can step into curiosity. And changing your identity, who you are as a parent, is deep work. 
So I want to leave you today with a few thoughts you might try on to help you take a step closer to being a teammate rather than a director. If you notice yourself thinking, they just need to do this or they just need to listen, try on, there's something going on for them that's making this hard. I want to know what that is. If you find yourself thinking that they're ignoring you or shutting you out, try on, I wonder what their plan is. There's always a plan. So many power struggles can be avoided if you just figure out what the plan is and allow it to be reasonable, even if it looks different from your plan. And finally, if you want to have a conversation with them about bigger challenges or bigger decisions, if you want to encourage them to help find a solution, you may need to present them with a menu. Recognize the urge to steer them to the right choice and acknowledge that you have an agenda, but you know how to set it down. Setting down your agenda so you can hear their voice is one of the most powerful things you can do, and offering to help them read the menu can help bridge the gap for a child who might not be ready to articulate their own opinion yet. And that's so important to note. A big part of why we end up making decisions for our kids instead of with them is because they aren't able to articulate their needs yet. They may not have the clarity to know what would be the best option for them. They may not even know what the options are. The challenge here is to step back from telling them the answer and instead help them get clear and find the words. All right, take your time with this episode. Take time to reflect on how you're actually approaching conversations and decisions with your child. Take time to consider what you need to shift internally to show up with more curiosity, to present them with options more neutrally, and take time to find thoughts that you can direct yourself to that bring you back to curiosity and partnership when you notice yourself veering off track. Take your time, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.